the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Petra Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. I hope it uh, finds you well out there. For all of you in the Valley of the Sun, get it done today. Uh, The rain is coming. Going to be here tonight, tomorrow. We'll see about the weekend. Uh, Early forecast. Rain for the Phoenix Open. Yeah, that's going to disappoint about a half a million people. Uh, the the biggest party in golf, as they like to say. I, I will say this. It absolutely is. Nobody goes for the golf, uh, except for the 16th hole. And, and outside of that, everybody's there just to have a good time. Uh, let, let's hope Mother Nature uh, gets it done early. But, you know, we'll take the rain whenever we can get it. So uh, if you're going to golf, uh, do it today because I don't think you're going to be able to do it tomorrow. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And, Jason, the day after, uh, I guess we need to start getting used to gold being up when the Fed starts talking, uh, that that's kind of been the trend. It's not normal. Uh, usually, we see sell-offs and all that. Uh, but gold getting ready here, right near uh, all-time record highs. You know, TV gold uh, twenty seventy-two, uh, spot gold year twenty fifty-four, and, and, and counting. Uh, we have more bank problems this time uh, in Japan. We had the ECB talking about. The need to lower rates. Jay Powell yesterday, hey, we're going to lower them, but just not in March, right? We, we want to we wanna give a little more time. We're not sure we, we – inflation's going the right way, but, but uh, we're going to watch the day. This is a guy – listen, he can't forward think at all. This is why uh, he's a patsy as a Fed guy. How many, how many more meetings – do we have to go with him? Say, well, we're going to watch the data. That's all he said since he's been the Fed governor, right? Well, we're watching the data. They sit there and watch and watch and watch and watch. And then by the time they do something, it's always too late. Uh, but, but more watching as we expected. It looks like quantitative tightening, uh, the, the slowdown, right, getting ready to end it, right? It looks like that's going to probably start in March. Uh, so, Jason, I, I think as expected, I know the markets wanted uh, rate cuts sooner, uh, but he did say, listen, their forecast kind of letting us know the dot plot. Most of the people at the Fed think they're going to have to cut this year. Uh, Jay Powell gave a number of three. Uh, three cuts, so it's not six, right? It's not one. Kind of trying to do the Goldilocks, right? Well, we're trying to, you know, get it just right here, uh, but there will not, at least, no, he did say that, you know, the, the data can make us change our mind, but uh, at least for right now, uh, no rate cut in March. Obviously, they didn't cut rates today, uh, but they did signal, hey, we're going to have to stop or slow down quantitative tightening, and oh, by the way, don't worry, we will cut at some point this year. 
Yeah, I think they'll they'll try to make cuts at some point, Joe. It's uh, like he says he's gonna watch the data. He's he's waiting to see if if inflation's gonna sit still or go down or if it's gonna go up. That's that's what he's doing. You know, he's he's yeah. He would love to cut rates. That means inflation will stay where it's at or, or continue to, to lower a little bit. And uh, so I guess in that respect, he's probably telling the truth. But uh, you know, I'll tell you, I, I don't know how uh, Wall Street would handle it. But if inflation goes up and and uh, Powell leaves rates right where they're at as, as inflation goes up. Let's just say it goes up a little bit every month, uh, but it doesn't go up dramatically. Uh, the, the markets are going to have to accept it, right, Joe? They're going to have to accept it because if inflation starts to go up, even at just a small clip, they'll, I don't think the Fed lowers rates at all. They'll, they'll have to start considering uh, raising them if it, if it keeps going up. So I, I, think, I think as much as I don't like the Federal Reserve, at least a lot of what they've been saying the last few years, they, they do what they're saying. So – don't like it, but oh, agreed. Uh, yeah, yes, the they watch the data. Have. They watch the data, right? They we watch, watch the, data. the data, right? That, that's exactly. Right. <laughs> By the way, the ten-year note. I, this is insanity. Uh, down uh, fifteen more basis points. Uh, three eight. Two, uh, and I think there's Jason. There's underlying tremors uh, in the in the banking industry. One key thing that they took out of the Fed statement. In the statement previously, they kept talking about the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient. That phrase, the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient, was removed. It was not replaced with anything. Right? And it wasn't like, wow, we're, just, we're going to just use dis- different adjectives. Nope. They just took it out, uh, and, and again, uh, you can speculate on either side, right? W- one side of it would be, well, we just don't think we need to say it anymore. Or the other side of it is, well, it's just not true anymore, right? I, 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 you, you decide which one. I kind of think the 10-year note's coming down because of market demand. I think these uh, commercial back securities are coming due for, for refinance and, and these they're saying either refinance me lower or I'm out, I'm done. So even though the no matter where the Fed puts the rates, if if some of these banks like the one you mentioned yesterday is, is they're having these troubles, right? You know, hey, if they, if they can refinance at the lower rate, that's better than them dropping off and, and uh, you know, going into foreclosure, Joe. You know, bankruptcy, right? Yeah, well the the thing is so when we yeah, when we get back, uh, we're going to talk about the next bank now. So bank number two, this is a Japanese bank with high exposure to the commercial real estate markets in the United States. Yesterday, New York Community Bank Corp, I mean, just got absolutely destroyed. Uh, remember, they were the ones that got signature banks deposits. Uh, but we'll talk about that and more all coming up. Pacer Radio News Hour, stay with us. 800-951-0592. Patriot News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday. A quick look in at the markets. Tough day on Wall Street yesterday. Uh, as Jay Powell said, hey, March, more 
more likely than not will not be the meeting that they start cutting rates. So uh, down the Dow was down like 300. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it was down 300. Uh, the NASDAQ was down like 350. Right now, the Dow's down 20. Uh, the S&P still and the NASDAQ are still in positive territory. Uh, depending on where you look, gold's up 11, gold's up 21. Doesn't matter. The price is the same. Uh, 2060 uh, on, on uh, spot gold right now. All the all the futures context, you know, April's 2080, all the rest of it, like, like uh, August gold, 2115, October gold, 2130, December gold, 2145, uh, silver uh, a little higher as well. We talked about the 10-year note uh, down to 380. Two right now. Uh, crude oil is a little higher. The dollar's a little weaker. Being diversified, I'm going to tell you again, right? Be careful with the money in the bank. Having a large, large sums of money in the bank, uh, it's just a fool's errand right now. You, you need to, to wait and, and have. Let's see how this plays out. Uh, there's other places to go. Obviously, gold and silver. Uh, give Joey a call, 602-909-9048 over at Northwestern Mutual. They're not a big, They insure up to, to half a million o- over there, so that may be a place for you to go. Why refi? Something not correlated to Wall Street. Like I said, it literally would have to be the, the perfect scenario uh, for all of this to work out the way they keep promising us. And we know their track record. They never get it right. More than likely, there's going to be the minefield. We're going to step on it. Uh, they, they, they keep talking about watching the data, yet they can never seem to tell us well, why these banks are having all their problems. Up to 10.25% fixed rates of return not correlated to Wall Street, doesn't care about Jay Powell or Janet Yellen, doesn't care about how much debt we go into. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-YREFI24. And as you guys know, you got to have a minimum of 50000 So to yesterday... It was the New York Community Bank Corp that that came out and said, oh my gosh, we had huge write-downs, a big unexpected loss. Uh, they, they, they slashed the dividend. The stock, the stock finished down like 38%. At one point, it was down 45%. Today, Japan's Azoro Bank getting hammered saying that their exposures to U.S. commercial office towers uh, slashing their loans, get this, by 50%. Uh, so this is this is a big problem, right? Because now you've got uh, a, a multiple banks now starting to come out and say, listen, this is what they're worth now, which means all these other banks – Kind of got to do the same thing now, right? They, they got to go, okay, so let me break it down for you uh, with this bank. Now, this was Japan's 16th largest bank. You know, the, uh, we talked about uh, yesterday, uh, the New York Community Bank Corp was the 34th largest U.S. bank. But here's what they did. They wrote down the value of its non-performing office loans 
by 58%. In other words, hey, uh, the, the, the loan's not performing. What, what does that mean? That they stop paying, right? They're not making the payment. And the value, let's just say that it, it, a tower, then they had, and we'll keep it simple. They had a value of $100 million on it. Yesterday, well, this morning, you know, yesterday there, this morning here, they cut that by almost 60%. Right? By saying, well, that $100 million is now worth, you know, $42 million. Those are huge losses. 63% in reductions in Chicago. 51 and 59% reductions in New York, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, and San Francisco. It said 21 office loans worth $719 million is now classified as non-performing. And when you think about you know what that equates to, that's over $400 million in losses. Jason, uh, that's enough to take almost all of the U.S. banks out of business outside of probably like the top 50 banks. You know, that, that that's, that's how big of a loss that is. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember that uh, Silicon Valley Bank that closed last year was, I think it was just as big as any of the banks that closed in the, uh, the 08 housing crash, you know, as far as dollar for dollar. So... These banks have gotten bigger and more bloated and, and uh, more dangerous when they fall apart. So, yeah, everything you said, Joe, is, is uh, the contamination of, of one bank. You know, it's not just one bank that falls apart. These banks are, are intermingled through their clients or directly through loans to each other. And, uh, you know, well, how do you think the big banks operate so well? Yeah, they loan money to smaller banks, right? So, so I know that we kind of laugh about how we'll be down to just five banks total. Well... I don't think that'll necessarily happen, Joe, because if we get down to just the biggest banks, at that point, are we going to need them at all? You know, the Federal Reserve is just going to, you know, have a digital currency, and then won't be uh, there won't be a need for banks. I, this next economic cycle, if digital currency actually becomes the end goal, uh, banking may actually be the uh, the, the casualty of, of the next economic cycle. Yeah, well, Joe. Yeah. You know, the, it'll just be for the rich. Right. Yep. Banking will just be for for the rich. And, and uh, you know, that's that's where you go. Uh, you know, maybe they'll have the credit cards there, the auto loans and the home loans. But that's about it. Right. And unless you have uh, big pools of money, everybody, you know, you talk about serfdom. Right. I mean, Jason talks about right. that a lot. Uh, and, and what that means is, hey, you don't really need to use our traditional bank. We can just use the central bank. You have a Fed account. Uh, and we'll just give you money, right? What your whatever you earn goes into that account, and then we'll we'll make sure you have enough in there to to cover the basics, right? And we'll get you in your fifteen minute city, and as long as you're a good little citizen, right? You don't need a car, you can't afford a car, can't afford a house, but you know you'll have enough. You know you you'll be able to 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 put food on the table, and and you'll have a job you get to go to, but that's all there's going to be, Jason. That's correct. That's great. I, I, I think the monetary system uh, in the next decade may be uh, completely changed from what we, uh, everybody is used to. And I, I, think there's, I think there's factors, I actually believe, that, that can actually make things better 
depending on on where the world goes. But but uh, generally, uh, we may not have banks in the future, Joe. There may not be a place you go anymore. You know, but it may take a few years. And cash, I don't know if cash will be completely obliterated, but it's going to be very expensive. Very expensive to have anything outside the system. Yeah, that's the thing. We, that's kind of, I think what we and you both agree on. Cash is just going to be too expensive to take, right? That, that's that's probably what we have uh, in the future for for us, where it just say, hey, you know, yeah, forget it. By the time you know, if I have to put it in the bank, they're going to whack me ten percent or whatever. It's going it to be a pri- it. it's going to be a privacy tax, Joe. It's going to be a yeah. cash will be there. It'll be a privacy tax. Hey, if it's ten percent to deal cash. That's that's what privacy will cost in the future, 10%, right, Joe. Right, right. Instead of, hey, you, oh, you're paying cash? I'll give you a discount. Now, oh, you're paying cash? Uh, that, that's uh, 15% more, please. Yep. Uh, how about yep. this? And, and the attitudes of changing in gold, Georgia, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Kansas, uh, now all signing up to lower taxes on precious metals in 2024. All four states introduced bills that would exempt precious metals from either state sales tax or state income tax. Uh, Jason, this is growing. You know, Arizona is one of those great ones. Arizona, no sales tax. Part of why we're here in Arizona, uh, so you don't have to pay sales tax when you order gold or silver from us. There's no capital gains tax in Arizona. And this is just coming state after state after state, Jason, uh, is starting to, to wake up to the fact that, hey, you know what? We need to give our citizens an alternative and a better alternative to the dollar. Yeah, well, I mean, some states think that way, but <laughs> some states are kind of opposite. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, well, more states. states are- let's say this: more states uh, are are coming around. You're right, though. There, there's uh, a lot of the blue states. Uh, they're still in the dark <laughs> ages, but you know, uh, these other states, they're they're waking up. The, the more bankrupt a state becomes, the more they're not going to help their citizens. So you're right. The, the ones that are, are doing okay, they're yeah, they're they know the, to be reelected in those states that they need to make the citizens happy. You know, reelection only happens when the people in your area appreciate what's going on there. So yeah, you're right, Joe. If, if economically things go disastrous, though, even in these states, I, I'll tell you, the government is not your friend. They'll take away everything they can to, to preserve their way of life. So. Hopefully, you know, you're right, Joe. There are a few states, the federal government's a lost cause, but there are a few states out there that are, are still sort of rowing the boat for, for their citizens. Yeah, the absolutely. Uh, we did get economic, you know, it's jobs week, so tomorrow we'll get the government's jobs number, jobless claims up again, uh, 224,000. Uh, that's up another 12,000. Yeah, okay, that's, that's higher... Uh, I'm not too alarmed by that number, right? I'm like, okay, you know, uh, the the trend here is up, but it, it, nothing nothing terrible yet. We'll, we'll watch. We'll see uh, if this trend keeps growing. Uh, the one thing that we don't like, obviously, the continuing claims. Uh up to 1.9 million. So this one has been steadily rising. We don't get too too concerned uh, until it gets you know near the two million mark. But uh, 1.9 million on continuing claims. So not horrible, uh, but but not 
stellar, uh, but, but the, the thing that really shook the market a little bit today, Challenger Gray in Christmas, uh, they track the hiring and the announced layoffs. Job cuts, uh, the highest levels uh, in a year, uh, going back to last January, 82,307 plant layoff announcements. That's 136% higher than it was in December. Uh, but then the big news was, okay, so layoffs, okay, yep, they, they were higher financial sector, 23,000 kind of was, was was a big one. Tech layoffs, which I thought would be higher, just under 16,000. Food producers, 6,600. But the big thing was the amount of people hiring the the lower the lowest hiring on record for january uh, according to challenger gray in christmas uh, so jason it, 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 it's early yet but has a shift started to occur in the jobs market remains to be seen but not a great start yeah, I think those numbers will continue to slowly get worse, Joe. That's just that's just where we're headed. So, uh, I, th- I think the the multiple jobs and the full time hours are slowly coming off the books. And, and when you skin it as close as you can, then the the last step is you have to just eliminate people, right, Joe? And you, and you stop hiring people. So, first time jobless claims. Uh, I think the continuing jobless claims are going to be that's going to be the number to watch because once someone's out. Uh, it's going to be tough to get back in. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the one thing, yeah, the hiring has definitely slowed, right? So, right. What what comes after? Well, I stopped hiring. I cut hours. Eventually, right? Do the layoffs? We don't know yet. We'll see. We'll watch it. Pension Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason. Pension Radio News Hour on this Thursday. Uh, today's special, it's a great one. $5 Indians. I will do any time I can sell Indians for less than libs, I'll, I will run them. Uh, we can do it again today. How long it lasts, who knows? Who cares? Take advantage of it. As you guys know, uh, the Indian series replaced the Fractional Liberty series when the St. Gaudens came around. Uh, and then when the, the original COVID outbreak, right, the Spanish flu outbreak, they stopped minting them. And the $5 Indian got minted the least. Uh, it had the accused design. They actually engraved into the coin, and uh, they thought the germs got into the grooves of the money. Uh, so it, between 1908 and 1933, it was only minted like 10 years. That, that, that was it. And, and most of those were the first, you know, the first eight. Right, uh, 08 to 20 uh, to to 1916, uh, but right now I've got them uh, one through 19 at 585. If you buy 20 or more at 580, uh, that puts you at 10 dollars below uh, a five dollar liberal. But go, listen, we got this deal before gold shot up. Gold, gold was actually down this morning. It's up 12 bucks. Uh, so uh, this is definitely going to be even a better deal uh, because of that today. So $5 Indians, 
These are the five dollar, you know, a quarter ounce pre nineteen thirty three. Uh, I think the best coin we ever minted. That's just my opinion. Uh, $585, 20 or more, $580 at 800-951-0592. CBS and NBC are reporting that U.S. officials had confirmed plans that have been uh, approved for a series of strikes over a number of days against targets, including Iranian personnel and facilities inside of Iraq and Syria. So the Biden administration letting it be known that they are going to retaliate for the service members killed, uh, but it appears they're going to stop short of attacks inside of Iran, uh, the strikes in response to the to that drone attack. Uh, they said that it, this will not be a one and done. Uh, this will be a series of strikes uh, that will last uh, up to up to a week. Uh, it could be multiple days of strikes against Iranian targets inside of Syria and Iraq. So, Jason, another escalation, but not, uh, you know, not the biggest escalation because it doesn't involve striking Iran inside of Iran, I guess. Yeah, well, the, the talk is very tough. It's It all comes down to actions. Uh, well, on the half of the cup of Joe, we played that clip yesterday where, you know, the, the target in Jordan was American and American only. There was no Jordanians in any harm's way. It was, it was very specific. Right. So the uh, the war drums are beating, Joe. War drums are beating, and this this could affect uh, the economy drastically. Joe, Joe and I were talking this morning. You know, you know, for for years now, you can call it the Biden administration. Let's just call the policy in America has been to stop producing oil, and uh, there's two choke points. The red, you know, there's uh, the Suez Canal, and there's the uh, the Strait of Hormuz. And if those things get shut down even more severely than they are now, because they're not shut down yet. Uh, Joe and I were talking, you know, there might not be enough decimal points on the gas signs for, for the $10 gallon gas that could happen. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but you can double the gas price if 25% of the oil doesn't come out of the Strait of Hormuz by Iran, and then you just choke it off at Yemen over at the Suez Canal. You know, yeah. 30, 30 40, 50% of the oil not getting into the market means probably a, a, a 100% rise in price, Joe, maybe more. And it's something where, and I know, you know, oil right now, 77, 78, 76. Cushing, Oklahoma, which is the big stockpile for uh, oil reserves here in the United States, it's at uh, almost a two-decade low right now, uh, all the way back to 2008. Right, and think about 2008, the financial crisis, the economy sucked. Uh, you didn't need, you know, this, it made kind of sense that maybe the stockpiles uh, were super low. They're, it's, they're not in great shape if something like Jason was talking about did occur. And all of a sudden, there's this, this big expansion there. Uh, that, that would not be a good scenario, and I think this is probably the reason why uh, you're seeing the, the the government saying, well, we're going to strike targets in Iraq, we're going to strike targets in Syria, and if we kill Iranians that are in Iraq and Syria, goody, but we're not going to actually strike Iran, at least not yet. <laughs> 
they got to time that just right. <laughs> it's got to be the right. right moment, you know. You know, the, the Fed. I the would Fed say do it about. now. Don't wait. You know what? If they're going to do it in 90 days, that's the worst time, right? Right before summer drive time. If we're going to do it. We should do it now. I, you know, uh, th- that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if, the, if we're gonna, not gonna, but if we <laughs> if we are, get it over with now. Well, gas is still cheaper uh, versus waiting because let's face it, we know in, in about sixty days the gas price starts going up no matter what. Well, and that's that's what common sense would say. If you're going to do it, you do it sooner. That's not common sense. It's all about timing. The Fed doesn't want to lower rates yet because lowering rates means you have to help the economy. Well, the economy hasn't shown the stress. I mean, something that people don't you know think about too much, but uh, we use a lot more fuel uh, on election years, not just because of the election, but and there's a lot of traveling going on during the election. And we look at the trucks going on to Texas, the border, but it's also Olympics. And there's just a lot more fuel and energy being used for, for worldwide travel because the election year in America is also the Olympics year. Uh, it's summertime, like Joe said, so, so a lot of a lot of squeezing is going to be happening to the supply of oil worldwide. And uh, having a, a Middle Eastern war is just, just fits the bill, doesn't it, Joe? Yeah, now uh, record volume to safety uh, occurring in Wall Street this morning, a new single volume record, uh, 1.35 million shares, the, the largest spike coming this morning, uh, and the flight to quality, this is probably, you know, so when we're talking this massive move in the 10-year note, uh, that is a lot of big money, big investors heading towards the exit, uh, which signals to me that they're worried that, hey, this wasn't an isolated event. Uh, the New York Bank Corp, that Japanese bank, uh, and when you take losses like this, this wasn't, hey, we're going to take a, a 5% hit or a 10% hit. 50, 58%, right? I mean, almost in some markets, uh, the, the Japanese bank wrote off 60% of the value of these loans. Uh, and, and let's face it, it's not like these office buildings are cheap, right? These are the big, you know, these are the big, they're buying the, those, the big towers, right? The big expensive ones. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll just say this. Get the money out of the bank and get it somewhere safer. 800-951-0592. $5 Indians, five eighty five twenty or more, five eighty. Jason and I will be back with one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the Indians are blowing out. I didn't even think we'd have to uh, have this issue right now. There's uh, we have fifty five dollar Indians left. Uh, so if you want to pick them up, uh, five hundred and eighty five dollars. 20 or more, $580. I mean, we had over 200 to start the show. So uh, gold, by the way, up 16 now, 2065. Uh, TV gold, 2084. Uh, silver's up 13 cents here. As uh, people, uh, the flight to quality uh, hit a new record uh, this morning. Uh, as people are, are starting, Jason, to head for cover here, ju- you know, just in case, right? Is is this March revisited, but just coming a little early? Uh, it, it, I think the biggest thing, it's the amount of the write-downs. Uh, 
Uh, it's the amount of loan loss provisions that these banks, not only did they both take huge losses, but then they went and added doubling. Like the, the Japanese bank took a massive loss and then doubled the amount of loan loss provisions for essentially telling the market there's more losses coming and i think that's the biggest problem and when you start putting a number on it now all of a sudden you start looking at these other banks and saying okay uh do you got towers in chicago you got towers in dc you got towers in la you got towers in new york got towers in san francisco right what about seattle uh are there other uh other parts of the country, right? Is Boston a problem, right? We we don't know. Uh, and and then you start putting, you know, pen to paper. It's actually simple math for guys that know where to look. And that's the thing for the vast majority of us, right, Jason? We just don't know where to look when it comes to these banks. But the guys that know, they know where to look. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and these buildings are going to become available at much cheaper prices as this thing gets going, Joe. There, you know there's some big money waiting to buy some really cheap buildings, hey, right? Right, hey, why not? Hey, you want to buy a tower? Hey, by the, by the way, it's uh, 40%. Uh, no, how about 30%, right? 20%, yeah. right? At some point, there's great value in it at some point. We just don't know what that point is. The problem is all of the loans that were made, and, and again, as you know, these aren't things – uh, that a lot of these banks can say, hey, we're going to hold them to maturity. They've been doing this like with the treasuries, right? Hey, we're not going to take paper losses because we're going to hold these treasuries to maturity. We're not selling them. That's not how commercial loans work. By and large, these are huge loans with interest only with balloon payments, Right, they made they they came down with a deposit. Right, hey, we put twenty percent down or thirty percent down, but we're doing interest only, and then we've got a balloon payment. So these cannot be, these can't be washed away and and hidden uh, by saying we're going to hold to maturity because holding to maturity means well, I guess what you're going to write a check. Right for fifty million or sixty million dollars? Uh, yeah, no, uh, you don't have that kind of capital to do it. So it is. I, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, and again, it's only a couple of banks, uh, but Jason, uh, it only took a couple of banks the last time uh, to, to to see what happens here. So we're going to have to continue to see and watch how this plays out. And it might not just be a couple of banks this time. You know, this time they, they may not be able to put enough fingers in the in the dam, so to speak. So so it's uh, it, you know, it, you know, we are turning into a nation of renters, Joe. When you talk about those buildings, they're going to be very cheap. And then the only reason that they're still going to be vital is because oh, you know, previous guy was renting from the expensive building. The guy, you know, the owner couldn't pay the loan, and it was I don't know five thousand dollars a month for the rent. By the time these these buildings get repurposed. You can get that rent down to $2,500 a month, and then suddenly it's attractive again. I I think, right, if they get cheap enough, that's a great point. If these buildings get cheap enough, somebody will buy it, and then forget about offices. Let's just turn them all into apartments, right? We'll we'll just have high-rise apartments. But, man, that's expensive. That that takes a lot of money. So those buildings got to get 
really cheap. Real cheap. Uh, for that to happen, I think that's probably uh, the most likely scenario. That that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I don't know. Let's face it. I'm not an engineer. I'm not in construction. <laughs> uh, but but that that sounds like that could be a, a viable alternative. Uh, so we'll continue to to see. I, I wonder if they regret taking out. Our banking system is sound and resilient today. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be something, again, that we, we will continue to watch and see. But this this is kind of the worst place because, like I said, if it was treasury losses, if it was residential homes, right, the banks could say, well, it's okay because we're going to hold it to maturity. Uh, it, it, and, and therefore, uh, everybody can, you know, it, 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 don't worry about it. Uh, that, that's not the case with commercial real estate. And obviously for these banks, Jason, They ran out of rope, didn't they? What will be interesting is later today, we'll report it tomorrow, that bank lending facility, it should not be going up anymore because the Fed said, hey, we're no longer going to allow you to make money on it. It'll be interesting if that number grows again, uh, and and we we won't find that out till later today. We'll report it tomorrow. If it grows again, I'll, I'll be a little more concerned. I think it will. I mean, every month uh, these cheap loans are expiring and, and being refinanced into more expensive loans, or people are walking on this stuff, Joe. So I, I saw the graphs of, of these commercial loans. The next four years are bad. I mean, way higher than last year and the previous years as far as turnover in these loans. This is a big year for turning those cheap loans. Yeah, those cheap loans are gone. It's time to get that high interest loan or get out, right? I don't know when that's not going to stop for years, Joe. Thanks for Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800 951 uh, We're down to $35 Indians. That's all that remains. Uh, 1 through 19 at, at 585. Uh, 20 or more at 580. And by the way, uh, if you want to know, tomorrow, (laughs) uh, they'll be well over $600. So uh, really good deal today. Uh, The the 30 that we have left, 585, 20 or more, 580 at 800, 951-0592. And again, tomorrow we'll get the, the jobs number. Right, so this will be uh, the government's jobs number. Uh, if this is a low number, I'm I'm not expecting a negative number by any means. Uh, but but if this is a a, a lower number, uh, my guess is we'll see more dollar weakness and more flight to quality. Uh, if it's a higher number than maybe the the treasury route that's on right now, that flight to quality, maybe maybe it'll slow down a little bit. And then, of course, we also will get okay. What's going on at the Fed? Uh, is the uh, the banking window that closes March 11th is that still rising? And then we're going to have to look at the discount window because that number started to rise and remember uh the fed now is trying to say to all the hey listen why don't everybody use the discount window that way we can hide uh the fact that that's a bad thing uh but jason 
it doesn't give you the warm fuzzy that the banking system is sound and resilient right now. No, and uh, like I said uh, earlier, segment. I, I think the banking system is, is is going through its biggest change ever in the next few years. So, uh, I think it's going to be completely different. And by the by the year twenty thirty ish time frame, Joe, it's, we're, our banking system is going to be a completely different situation. And uh, I, I really do believe privacy is going to come at a premium. How, how much freedom can you afford? And whoever's been buying those five dollar Indians is buying up a whole lot of freedom, Joe, because some of your freedom has to be bought today so that you can have that freedom tomorrow. Yeah, it's something where uh, it, this is kind of what happens, right? And it, it's it's not a surprise. I know it's not a surprise to the bankers, right? Fiat money it expires. There, there's an expiration date on it. Uh, the, the thing that we don't know is what's the date, right? It, it's not like when you go to the store, you know, you buy but you buy a, a gallon of milk, right? They stamp the expiration date, well, the sell by date. They stamp it right on the carton for you, so you know, hey, uh, this is safe until this date. When it comes to fiat money, Jason, they know it always goes to zero, that, that, that there's an yeah. expiration date on it. What they don't tell us is what is that expiration date? And I think other currencies, paper currencies, have lasted better than the Federal Reserve. They talk about how long the Federal Reserve note has lasted. Well, it, it, it was bankrupt in 1933. It was also bankrupt in 1971. They printed too much. Through the before the depression, it went bankrupt in 1933. They printed too much, leading up to, to Nixon in 1971, saying, "Oh, we're going to delink it from gold." Let's just we really should just change that to Joe. To we printed too many Federal Reserve notes, right. and now it's failed. So here we are. It's it's I can't. It's amazing that they've they've pulled the wool over the eyes of the American public and the world. That since 1971, we haven't had another failure in the Federal Reserve note. So yeah, the Federal Reserve note's still around, but this is the third try. And we're looking at the fourth try coming up, Joe. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.